welcome back to Chosen, the Angel and formerly Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast watch through. I am the senior partner of the show, filled with infinite wisdom and knowledge to guide my junior associate through her first ever viewing of Buffy and Angel. My name is Mel B, and I am joined by my very happy junior associate, Marissa. Hi, Marissa. Hey, Mel. This is a good episode this week. Yeah, I got your notes in there. What were they called? Oh, you, no, no, you tagged something in the email. Well, not tagged, you wrote in the email. Now I've got to open up your notes, which I oh boy. wasn't. Oh, I didn't have them open because so I was like, oh, no, no, no. Marissa reads her own notes. I should have mine up. That's like the important thing, right? It is the important uh, thing. You said, uh, this one is bloody fantastic. It is bloody taking, fantastic. Taking some words from Spike's yeah. vocabulary. <laughs> yeah. Fun episode? Yeah, I, I thought it was fun. Yeah. Um. Well, do you want us to dive straight into it then? Yes, because Host is living his best life in the beginning of this episode. <laughs> He is, oh, so we think. He is in his element. He is just talking to people, making <laughs> deals. Uh, he's going to bring someone back to life <laughs> to do a movie. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, to Henry Fonda. Uh, when that, that word, when that, who... when that name was said, all I could think of was Jane Fonda. Is there a relation? That's all I could think too. That's <laughs> uh, so why I'm just looking up. So he's an American actor. Um, Oh, he won many awards. Ooh, good for him. He, oh, no, he won one Academy Award and two nominations. Sorry. Aha. Um, let's see if he's related to Jane Fonda. Spouses. Nope. Ah, he, yes, Jane is his daughter. Aha. Well, there you go. So Jane Fonda's dad. There we go. Who is dead is going to yep. be resurrected for the uh, the Grapes of Wrath in space. I think. <laughs> I think that's um, what they were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Some something like that. Very um, strange. There's the implication that um Lorne is speaking to Jerry is it Jerry Bruckheimer? Am I thinking of the right person? No idea. Yeah, Jerry Bruckheimer and um pardon? I said I d I don't know who that is. You uh, S SVU, um, oh my God, like every crime show on TV is Jerry Bruckheimer. I think he's okay. even got In Criminal Minds as a producer. Ooh, I know that. Like he is everywhere. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, and James Cameron are the two people oh, okay. he's talking to. I know James or, Cameron. I know the name. Implied. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I'd hope, I'd hope you know that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway... So oh, he's yeah. walking. He's, he's making deals, and he's gonna talk to Fred about raising Henry Fonda from the dead. Um, Harmony is still there, who I forgot about because of our extended <laughs> absence on this show. <laughs> um, and he goes, Harmony, do you know where Angel is? And she goes, He's on his uh, way uh, in. He calls, he calls her Harmonica, and she calls him Lorny Tunes, which is adorable. Let's be real. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> They're besties. Um, but he, he asks where Angel is, and she goes, he's on his way back, but he doesn't sound like he's in a good mood, so I wouldn't try to talk to him when he comes in. He goes, girl, I've pulled him, the big boy out of many a brood fest, so I think it's fine. 
but uh, <laughs> Angel walks in. He's covered in uh, slime. And he yeah. killed a some kind of demon. Thraxis. There you go. Uh, and whatever he had taken to help him didn't work. It was like supposed to shoot out a spell or something. Um, neural intercept grenade. There you go. You got all the, the technical terms over there. Um, yep. But Lauren's like, I need to talk to you about this party. Like, I need to talk to you like it's a big deal. And he and Angel's like, I have to go take a shower. Because I'm covered in slime, and I'm tired, and I'm not here for it. So could you give me a minute? And Lauren's like, okay, uh, boss, and you he, got it. Definitely didn't want to. Mm -hmm. But uh, he's going to scratch the Thraxis off the invite list. Yeah, probably a good idea. Um, so we, we find out that host's assistant's name is Van, apparently. Okay. He needs to go get a bagel. He's looking waxy. Yeah. But once uh, <sighs> once he gets into his own space, we see that this this dude is just burnt out. He's got a lot on his plate. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He's clearly very busy. He sits in front of his mirror and then the mirror starts talking to him. Yeah, I was like, does he have split personality and now it's talking to him? That's no good. Can't be good, right? Mm. <laughs> no, no. You, your mirror should not be speaking to you. Okay. Ever. Good. So if that happens to me, I've got a problem. Got it. Um. So his reflection is really trying to pick a fight with him. It's just, you know, saying a whole bunch of stuff and getting him all riled up to the point that he smashes the mirror. Isn't yeah. breaking a mirror like seven years of bad luck? If you believe in that stuff, yes. Do you believe in that stuff? I don't, but I'm also not going to risk it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a good plan. Let's not risk. Let's not risk that kind of thing. Um, but so, uh, but then Lauren kind of gets his his mojo back after, uh. The, the mirror starts singing to him. So he starts singing, and I always love a good Lauren singing break. It's always good. <laughs> uh, we cut to the um, intro. Intro's over. I don't know why I always assumed that Eve was supernatural. But she's just, like, normal, right? Mm, that's all we've got to go off, yeah. Okay. She went to university and stuff like that, so she seems pretty normal. Yeah, well, I thought she was, like, a phantom or something. But I guess we couldn't have two phantoms because Spike Sack got, all, got that all sewn up. Anyway. Yeah, and, like, you got to remember, uh, like, Lila was normal before they brought her back as a ghost and things like that. Right. Wolfram and Hart hires people. Right. Right. Anyway, I just, I assumed just for some reason that she was super... Ambiguity. Ambiguity. Yeah, amb ambiguity, yes. Zara. Anyway, so she oh, breaks... Oh, sorry, the cat wanted to rub the microphone. Gotcha. Um, so she break, quote-unquote, breaks into Angel's place because she has a key. Oh, no, she, she breaks in. The door was open, well unlocked. Well, I had a key. <laughs> and he's just like, give me the key. Because he doesn't want her just waltzing in when he's naked. 
getting out of the shower. No, there's a lot of naked angel in this episode. Do you think David wanted to be naked all over the place? Maybe. He's like, look, this this body is fading. I'm getting older. I need to show it off before I'm too old. <laughs> oh, boy. What a what a guy. Um, she does comment that he takes a long shower for a guy. And I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Well, she then talks about, uh, she goes, I mean, I understand you're running the whole circus now. A lot of pressure, especially with your hands-on policy. No pun intended. I'm sure you could use a release. Yes, I understand the joke she's making. I don't understand the long shower for a guy. Do guys I just normally that's... take short showers? Uh, Ryan Ryan used to take really short showers. And then I sort of ribbed him for it. And now he takes longer showers. And I'm not sure. He's like, you just go in the shower to wash Mel. And I'm like, no, you go in there to relax. Exactly. And like, have some you time. Yes. Um, I think... Because guys normally have shorter hair, they take less time in the shower. Because when I, I don't, okay, when I shower, I don't always wash my hair because Me, you're not you supposed not to. to. But when yeah. I do, it's like a 30 minute affair. I can't just be in there like yes, real quick. Yes, it's it's a thing. Like you have to do the thing. Yeah. You have to make sure you shampoo it twice, get the conditioner in right. Yeah. And I've got long, thick hair. So it's a problem. Anyway, so yeah, so he takes a long shower for a guy, innuendo about masturbation, and moving on, because he has stood her up. Um, they were supposed to have a meeting at 7.30, and he didn't show. So we gotta go do that. Yep. So as they're riding down the yeah. elevator, she asks him how he's doing. Which, never ask Angel that, because he'll tell you. He basically goes, I spent years trying to bring you guys down, and now I'm in charge, and everything I do could be exactly what the evil people in charge all over want me to do, and that would be bad, so I don't know how to move past it. Things are fine. <laughs> basically. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. That's basically what he said. <laughs> and she goes, you know, you really should let off some steam. Like, you bottle things up. He goes, I don't bottle. She goes, you bottle. He goes, you bottle. I don't bottle and then he the elevator is open there's a big guy in like a costume and he punches him straight up oh uh, he's just yeah he's holding a big ass decoration is what it is oh okay they're putting all these heads of skulls and devils and demons up yeah and angel's like why does it look like a party and host is like because it is <laughs> what do you mean why does it look like there's a party yep um, it's Angel's party, apparently. Yeah, they're inviting all of their clients uh, to this Halloween party because it's kind of a thing because they're evil. So they love mm -hmm. Halloween. Um, yep. And Angel starts like going off on this whole rant about how he doesn't really think a party is a good idea because they don't really want their clients to be happy because they're evil clients and blah, blah, blah. And then host snaps on him. <laughs> Yeah, he just goes off yeah. and he's like, it's about party, party, capital P, rhymes with me, and about to have a stroke here because you're killing me. Yeah. And then he just comes out and goes, look, I can see you're in a mood. Let's say we talk when you calm down. <laughs> I was like, uh, Angel's the one that needs to calm down the situation? Are you sure? Yeah. I think Angel, like, was handling the situation pretty well, Lord. Yeah. So, Lauren, Lauren's losing it. Um, we go down to the science department, and we see Knox. Hi, Knox. Mm -hmm. 
Um, Hi, Knox. <laughs> so we basically have a, a little remote control thing that's supposed to go off and release a spell. That's it's it's the grenade that we yes. just spoke about earlier. So yeah. we don't it didn't work, and we don't know if it was because of the spell or because of the mechanism that's supposed to explode. Yep, which, and... ca- which causes some tension between Wesley and Knox because Wesley is jealous, and also no one wants to be at fault. So Wesley's like, maybe it's a faulty trigger. And Fred goes, hey, I designed that myself. And Knox is like, yeah, and I machined it. It's beautiful work. So then they go, maybe it's the spell, which is Wesley's part of it. Mm -hmm. And then he goes, no, it's fine. And she goes, how do you know? He goes, or Knox says, how do you know? And he goes, I get that knowing feeling you get when you know things. Okay, Wesley, (laughs) calm down with your anxious. You're just being ridiculous. I can't. Anyway, um, so Host gets down there and he's like, hey, guys, you got to come to the Halloween party and get smashed because I said so. And um, can they, I just say, yeah. I, I like this line. He goes, hi, what do you say? We put away your little sci-fi toys for a bit, huh? And maybe you could talk about saying a little more important like my monster mash. <laughs> yes. It's always very important to have a party. And they're like, actually, we weren't going to go. He's like, uh, that's not an option. We're going to be meeting in Angel's uh, office in like 15 minutes, so you should get up there. Cool. Yep. And then Knox is like saying to Fred, you should go. It's Halloween blowout to end all blowouts. Last year, uh, they took a bunch of cows and put them in a giant wicker effigy of Krishna, uh, doused it with some booker and it, and Law's behind shaking, going like, nope, nope. nope and he goes, nope. ah, anyway, it's hell of a good time. <laughs> Oh, Knox. You don't know how to um, get to Fred's heart Can we just point yet. out something? Yeah. Um, with Knox going on about how great the party was last year, everyone at the Wolfram and Hart LA branch died, including people who weren't there that day, including janitors and everything, meaning he can't have been at that party unless he's from another branch. Maybe he is from another branch way then. Work if they pulled him in from another branch. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Well, is that a continuity thing? Uh, yeah, somebody put it in as a blooper, a mistake, gotcha. saying either anybody who remembers previous parties is from another branch or they've made a big error. Yeah, but I guess it doesn't really say that other branches take part in the L.A. branches Halloween thing, so who knows? Anyway. Who knows? So Lorne Host, I'm going to call him both of these throughout the episode so get used to it uh he goes up to the gun and he's like hey you know it would be great if you backed me up on this whole this party is really important thing because nobody is on my side here so i need you to be Mm. (laughs) and gun's like i got a lot to do i gotta prepare for court uh but i will do that i will back you up when i get to it yeah. And Lauren's like, and Lauren's just like, Great. cool, 10 minutes. Yep. See you there. <laughs> so we go to Angel's office and the whole group is there, including Spike, who basically does a back in my day. <laughs> back in my yeah, day, we all is... stayed in on Halloween and we let the amateurs have fun for a night. Yeah, this has been spoken about before that like yeah. nothing's meant to happen on Halloween and then Buffy would inevitably have something happen on Halloween. Yes. 
So anyway, <laughs> um, um, they and so, I like okay. Angel. Sorry, no, I go ahead. I think you're gonna. Comment. I think you're gonna talk about what I was gonna say. Go ahead. I was gonna say Spike's commentary throughout this episode, which sort of begins here, where Angel presses that button, the windows fog is like magic windows. Will the perks never end? Okay, yeah. What what was with the windows? No idea. They they fog. Oh, actually, uh, they were the external, um, the windows pointing out into the office, weren't they? Yeah. So no one can see in. So. As in, like, other people on the floor can't see in and the angel can have private meetings. Okay. So does that mean Spike get out? Mm. I don't know. It yeah, just made, he, he just, yeah. the way he said it made it seem like something happened that affected him personally. Nah, it's just Spike liking to commentate. He okay. can do nothing else. He is a ghost. <laughs> he is literally he commentator only. Else. Yeah. Yeah. All, all Spike is good for is commentary. Okay. And looking pretty. Oh, I look so pretty. <laughs> anyway, uh, so basically Lauren's like, okay, everybody, I know you're not really into this, but it's super important to me that y'all be at the party and y'all have a good time. Mm. And then he calls Angel um, Milk Dud, <laughs> which is odd. Yeah. Yep. And Angel's like, huh? But Gun Gun backs him up as he said he would. He's mm-hmm. like, we got to show all the big bads that the new regime is here to stay. And image-wise, this, if this play doesn't kick ass, we lose face. Yeah, basically. But Angel doesn't want to have a bunch of evil people up in Wolfram and Hart because he doesn't want to deal with their mm-hmm. nonsense. Yeah. But everybody else's point is like, we have to retain the clients that you haven't killed yet. It's important. Mm-hmm. And Lorne is like, listen, I ran Caritas for years, a nightclub with an open-door policy, the good, the bad, the hideously ugly, they all bellied up to my demon bar, but they all played nice while they were in there. Mm-hmm. And he's saying the party will be the same thing. They come in, they play nice for that part, and then they get back to what they're doing when they leave. Yep. I trust him. Do you? Trust Lorne? Yes. I do trust Lorne. Okay, good. <laughs> um, but we get a bit of news from Harmony, who tells... Angel, that everybody thinks he sucks. <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> She's so freaking yeah. honest. And I just love everything about it. They're all worried if you're going to ax them or, you know, ax them. <laughs> so basically, he's okay, like, he's like I, all right. I, I, I may have killed a couple of them. <laughs> a and couple. clients. And maybe some potential clients. Why do you think my RFVP list is only a fifth of the size of last year's? <sighs> Angel making making mistakes left and right. Um, but host is like, you know what you can do for me, Angel? Come with me and help me convince this dude to come to the party. Cool. Yeah. Make up for it. <laughs> and host kind of gives this little speech to Angel in, in the limo, basically saying, I don't have anything really special about me, and I just want to help how I can. I'm not super smart like Fred. I don't got a bunch of law in my head like every like like uh, Gun does. I'm not super strong. I don't got anything else going for me. I can make a damn good party. Yeah. So let me do that. Yep. And Angel says, you know, I, I've got you, bro. Oh. So they're going to see the Arch Archduke Sebastus. 
bonafide nobility from the fiery down under. So Australia, Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh uh, that I'm hard. I should have. I should have paused. Paused for laughter. <laughs> He's the living end of a pure bloodline of demonic royalty. So he's the prince of hell, basically. He's the archduke. Sure. He's a duke. <laughs> not a prince. Same thing. Anyway, so they're there. They're really to- not, but anyway. <laughs> we don't, we don't, I don't care about royalty. Sorry. Yeah, Amer- Americans don't care. No, we they, don't. They got rid of the king very early on. Yeah, we were like, we're not about this life. Anyway, um... So they're there and they're talking to this guy. He's got some nice horns going on. Super cool dude. Yep. Um, he doesn't much care for Angel. He preferred Angelus. Oh, I know, but I love what he says. This is the mighty Angel. I've been told many things about you. Bit of a restless frog, hmm? Making lots of waves in your little swamp. And Angel's response is, yeah, well, I'm just trying to keep the fly population down. <laughs> He does, he does give him a compliment and said that he had flair back when he was Angelus. Yep, he calls him child a lot. Yeah, yeah he does. <laughs> um, so there, there's a really weird part where um, the slave that they have comes mm. up and like takes like a stopper out of its wrist yeah. to supply blood. And I thought that was really disgusting. Mm-hmm. Look, I have many thoughts and opinions actually on the Duke and his slave and about how it uh, is meant to represent a BDSM homosexual relationship. Oh. Pretty sure. Yeah, that he makes sense. He leads him around in a leather collar and all he's allowed to wear is Speedos and then there's a scene where he's like stroking behind his ears. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that, yeah. that tracks. Yep. Okay, then. Um, uh, I was not aware the host drank blood. I'm not sure if he is actually a blood drinker. He only drinks it at, like, certain times when he's trying to make He's a social blood drinker is what you're telling me? Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, because he's, like, the Archduke said something about um, everybody there being a blood drinker. I yeah, and I, but I, I think... Lorne isn't actually, I think, because I okay. don't, we've never seen him drink blood and it never comes up again. So I honestly think it's just a social blood drinking, you know, you don't yeah. want to offend your host, so you take the drink. Yeah, understood. Um, but basically what it comes down to is they have rethought and they are going to actually attend the party. It's going to be fun. Yep. Because, well, yeah, after they've come in, he pretty much says, um... Uh, da, 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 da. Um, because of this amusing chat and my long-standing acquaintance with you, Lorne, I will come to the gala. So, Fun. yes. Yeah. They're doing it as a favour to Lorne, really. Yep, but as uh, Lorne and Angel leave, they uh, tell us that they're going to arm themselves because they don't trust anybody. Yep. Um, our toad thinks it's a trap and Sebastus says... Maybe, but I'm in the mood for intrigue. So we'll just make sure we're properly dressed. Ryan was watching this with me. He's like, I don't think he knows what intrigue means. <laughs> I don't think he knows either. Yeah. But um, nice weapon cabinet. Yeah, it reminded me of the weapon cabinet from Angel Investigations. 
I think theirs is a bit cooler. It like slides open itself. Well, now it With does. Magic, undoubtedly. <laughs> the act, the the like oh. one they had at Angel Investigations did not slide open. It was just a cabinet. A cabinet. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They had to open it manually, pull the doors back. <sighs> Something so nice about that. Anyway. So we're at the party, and it is hopping with Harmony being the only one on the dance floor. Yeah. She's tearing it up. And there's these employees there, and one of them goes, man, this is lame. I mean, where's the ritual sacrifice? How do you get the ball rolling without a ritual sacrifice? Uh, Do you want to know who that guy is? Sure. He is an actor that is also on the show Bones with David Boreanaz, and it's kind of hilarious to me. There you go. I don't know his actual name. I don't even think that's mentioned in... That's that's not even mentioned in the trivia. Darn. There you go. But yeah, he plays, like, a guy that works for the Jeffersonian Museum. Uh, He, like, Mm. works with, like, bugs and stuff like that, and he hates the government. Oh, it's pretty funny. Yeah, I think I vaguely remember him from a couple of episodes I've seen because he's a regular. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think I remember seeing, like, I remember the character. I don't actually remember his face at all from either show, but I remember the character and, yeah. like, you know, Bones would turn up and he would explain how the bugs would eat this and that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lorne comes over and he's like, come on, guys, you're representing us. And the lawyer's like, uh... No, this is our night off. And I was like, dude, this is your night on. <laughs> now mingle. Go. Go do your thing. So um, Fred and Wesley do show up. And yep. oh, can we just quickly, before we jump to them, yeah. talk about Devlin and his costume? Oh, yeah. Gross. Yeah, he, he, he comes in a uh, face mask that was a person's and he's like, you know, get, I am human bean. Look, I do human bean. Um, I proud my honor roll student. Ha 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 ha. But yes, we have yeah. Fred and Wesley. Sorry, I didn't like that. Because that, that guy killed a person. Yeah. 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 That happened. Because Lauren's like, uh, so where'd you get that? <laughs> Ugh, gross. So gross. Anyway, so yes, Fred and Wesley are there, and they are both like, we're not very social people, so we're going to stand in the corner and eat hors d'oeuvres all night. It's going to be fine. Yep, that's how I handle parties. It's actually, I've avoided a couple of parties recently because I'm trying to lose weight. I'm like, I will go there, hide in a corner with all their food. (laughs) I understand. I know how this works. I feel you. Um, but Lauren's like, actually, no, you're going to have fun. I need you to drink drinks and make fools of yourself. Cool. Yeah. It'll be fine. Um, Lauren notices that Angel is nowhere to be found. So he pops into his office and he goes, what are you doing? You need to be out at the party. And Angel goes, I've got things. I'm busy. (laughs) I'm brooding. He's He's actually just watching hockey. It's fine. Because, yeah, that's a call to David Boreanaz being a hockey fan. Oh, yeah. That's a thing? Yeah. Eh. Yeah, that's a thing. He's a big hockey fan, apparently. Oh, okay. But he was he was brooding because his team was losing. Darn. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, um, we go back so out. we go out to join. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, Harmony's still dancing. Yes, and she sees Spike and she goes, Spike, come dance with me. And he goes, there is no way in hell I'm going to dance. Ever. Yep. Listen, Chippy, you can gyrate all you like. I'll go to hell before these ghost shoes touch that dance floor. (sighs) Spike, why you got to be so negative all the time? (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, that question's going to be asked very soon. mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So the Archduke shows up, and basically Lauren's like, Angel, you got to go be super nice to that dude Mm. because it's important that he doesn't end up hating us. Yeah, um, so Spike comes over to where Angel and Lorna, are, and um, Spike's like, what am I doing here? And Angel's like, yeah, you don't like these kind of things. And Spike's like, neither do you. And Lorne says, oh, no, he's doing great. He's already not killed, like, 100 guests. It's all good. And then, yeah. yeah, and then that's when Spike goes, this party's dead, and Lorne goes, oh, be a little more positive, hmm? Hmm. Yeah, but Angel goes super-duper overboard being nice to that that demon dude. Well, everybody's kissing Sebastian's hand. So as he holds it out to Angel to be kissed, Angel quickly, like, grabs it and starts shaking it. Yeah. He's like, uh, this isn't cool. Yep. Um, we get Wes and Fred, like, stumbling around. They got super wasted super quickly. Mm, mm. Mm, wonder how that happened mm. Mm. Uh, and yeah, Fred, sorry Fred wants to like fight people <laughs> I love her yeah that's who she be <laughs> um, is that where they talk about the fact that Fred hasn't had anything to drink and Wes has had like a third of a mm. half a beer no that comes a little later okay well that happens and they we start do, realizing something's happened. Yeah, we do have Lauren and Gunn friendship hour, them being yeah. super frenzy. And we learn a little something about our dear Lauren. He had his sleep removed. Um, no thank you. I do I love I love sleep. I would not want my sleep removed. Give me all give me more <laughs> sleep, please. <laughs> Yeah, I, anyway. I I just need two extra hours in the day for sleep. Yes, if we could if we could arrange that, I would I would appreciate it very very much. Anyway, so that can't be good, is what I'm thinking. Nope. nope. Um. Also, just because it's gross and coming up, um, Harmony told Fred and Wesley to watch their step as someone had peed in that area. Oh yeah, and. Uh, when we get back over to Sebastus now, after Lawn and Gun Friendship Hour, he's talking about, like, um, if anything happens, we're going to kill everyone. And then Artoad's like, cool, can, can you excuse me for a moment? And it goes over to the slave who's touching a plant, then smells his hand and breathes, and he goes, pee-pee. Ew, it's <laughs> so gross. <Ugh. laughs> um, so Eve goes up to Angel and she goes... I hear you're being nice to, like, people you don't like. He goes, it's all an act. I'm an actor. Yep. Well, he thinks. Yeah. He doesn't know really what's going on. Um, mm. But then uh, Lauren comes up and says that they should get a room because you could cut their sexual tension with a knife. Yep. And, and 
then it cuts boom. to them going into his office and like full on making out because they're about to have lots of sexy time. Yep. Okay. Uh, Let's take a time out Angel, real quick. Can I just put the lines that Angel says? Angel goes, this seems a little sudden. Eve goes, uh-huh. Angel then goes, I mean, do you even have a last name? And he responds, do you? Yes. Yep. Let's take cutting, a time out. Cutting, sidebar. Time out. Yep. Does Angel just forget what happened the last two times he had sex? Well, he we find out he's under a spell at this point. It's actually yes. very okay. similar to Willow's thing in Something Blue. Remember when she would just say things and she's like to Giles, you don't see anything. He goes blind. She then goes, uh, why doesn't Buffy just marry him? And then Spike and Buffy are engaged. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was such a fun episode. Oh, I do love that episode. Oh, man. But anyway, last two times he had sex. One, he lost his soul and became Angelus. That was bad. That was a whole bunch of bad. The second time he got Darla pregnant and that turned out super great. So cool. <laughs> celibacy I, man celibacy right just just don't just don't especially because it's you anyway yeah. <sighs> andrew i didn't understand at the time now i do but the first time watching this i'm like can we just use critical thinking like one time ever <laughs> okay <laughs> um we go to the bathroom and yeah. what is his name artoed artoed uh he gets attacked while he's on the toilet, which is super not good and super not cool. Yeah, blood everywhere. Blech. Gross. Um, so everyone out on the party, out on the dance floor, having a good time. Nice to see. Yeah, it's all livened up all of a sudden. Yeah, it's um, real good. Little bit of trivia in part of this montage. There's, you won't remember this, but back in season three, there was this group called uh something's very similar to illuminati like el illuminat or something uh-huh. and they were dressed up all medieval they kidnapped um wesley and giles and had to be saved by buffy anyways there's somebody dressed in the same outfit as them oh funny so, that's funny little, little little like obscure callback that's cool um so we have um so we, this is where Wesley and Fred are talking about how they're not wasted because they haven't drank anything. Yep. yep. And sorry, you were right. This is where Fred is also like, she tries to fight the demon that Sebastian sends after Arto. Because <laughs> they bumps into her and she's like, hey, you want a piece of me, buddy? That's right. Keep walking. You walk alone. <laughs> <laughs> I love her getting all feisty. Uh, but they end up seeing uh, Gun, and they're like, hey, let's go talk to Gun. This seems like a good idea. Except that he's peeing all over the place. Hmm. I'm actually not sure what – I was just looking over the script. I'm not sure what Lorne said. So oh, maybe someone will – Earlier oh, you know? in the episode, yeah. he told him he needs to start marking his territory around that place. Ah, oh, there we go. That's what it was. Yep. Didn't mean to do it in yeah. a dog way, but okay. <laughs> And then uh, we get what could possibly be my favorite spike to date. Positive <laughs> spike. <laughs> I can't. I know. This might be the greatest song ever. Dances. Oh, I just. And they're all like, why are you being weird? And he's like, I was talking to Angel and Lauren. Lauren said I should be more positive, And I am. And it's great. This is just fantastic. Yeah. 
Good thing Spike recalls exactly when this happened because nobody else does. Oh. So we all uh, need to have a conversation with Lauren because something is going on here. And so yep, we pull so him. drag Lauren into Angel's office. Which interrupts Angel and Eve getting it on. Whoops. And Spike goes, hey, Angel's getting some? Good on you, mate. <laughs> Thumbs up and everything. Angel's oh. like immediately... Angel immediately, the second there's positive spike, he's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> right, exactly. It's like, I'm being positive. What do you mean what's wrong with me? Uh, just Spike being yeah. a- adorable and cute. I just can't. Anyway. Um, he's like, this is the great thing about James Masters. Like, his entire face changes. Yeah. Like, Spike's eyes become wider and everything. Yeah. Just so good. So, um... They all are talking about how Lauren told them to do things and now they're doing them. And they they talk about gun yep. peeing all over the place. And an angel goes, Lauren told you to pee all over the office? And gun goes, Lord, I hope so. Because <laughs> he does not want to just be doing this of his own free will. Yeah. And then um, uh, they they need to go figure out if anybody else out there is under the influence of Lorne. And Spike goes, I'll go I'll go check. I'm your people person. That phrase has never come out of his mouth ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever in life. Yep. Just not so does not while, happen. While Spike goes to while Spike goes to do that, Fred and Wes need to um um, go find Lorne Sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and Angel goes to Eve. Eve, you stay here with me and we'll have more sex. <laughs> I'm on it. Bring a plan. Excellent. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, God. It's a whole thing. Uh, it's a mood. Yeah. Um, so Wesley and Fred are going to go find Lorne Sleep, like we said. And... Mm-hmm. They start having two very different discussions about the same thing. They're talking about being better friends than they are right now. Mm -hmm. Wesley wants this to be, like, sexy friends. Fred is super, like, actually friends. Yeah. And then, like, giggles in his ear and goes, what do you think of Knox? Ah, They're going to get together. I'm going to be so happy. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it was like she was kind of like, even though Wait, I totally Fred putting... and Knox get together. Yes. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I just double check because I'm like, I'm pretty sure last week you said Wes and Fred were a no no. They're they are a no no. I'm talking about her and Knox. <laughs> I like them. <laughs> yeah. Even though she was totally being flirty with Wes because she's drunk. <laughs> you know, whatever. It's fine. Um. um so in Angel's office, Sebasis is and his people burst through into Angel's office because they've found our toad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Spike goes, What a fantastic entrance. <laughs> um, turns out Sebasis is there because he wants to have Angel executed for killing our toad. Yeah, he's like, uh, I didn't do anything, so this is not okay. <laughs> but yeah, so he goes, put on your clothes because you're going to be, you know, the, executed publicly. We don't want people to see your junk, basically. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so Wesley is, you know, down where they're looking for Lauren's sleep. And he's reading a book 
And we basically find out that if an empath is separated from his subconscious too long, it can manifest itself. Oops. Yeah. Yep. Because at first it was like, oh, well, if he's separated from his subconscious, instead of being able to understand people's destinies, he makes them do, like, their, their destiny is whatever he says. Yeah. And then it's the whole, it can manifest itself, and it manifests itself into, like, a big Hulk-sized Lorne. I think you wrote, you wouldn't like him when he's tired. Yes. Yes, I did. Because <laughs> I'm hilarious. <laughs> but, yeah, so um, Hulk Lorne, smash, all over the place. It's not going to be good. And Spike does have the best line. That's one bitchin' big suit. It's always good. Um, yeah, so Hulk Lorne starts fighting people. Mm-hmm. To be no good. And we have uh, drunk Wesley and drunk Fred waiting on the elevator, waiting for the elevator, which uh, <laughs> Wesley had not pushed the button for yet. No. Oh, they're so drunk. Yep. Yep. Angel was getting his butt kicked and Fred and, you know, uh, Wesley eventually get up there and they have this gun that has the sleep in it and they shoot uh, Lorne in the head and Harmony freaks yep. out. Yeah. Oh, yep. no, they shot Lorne tunes. Oh, I can't. <laughs> um, but basically Hulk Lorne explodes into a puff of smoke or like confetti. And it's gone. Hooray. Yeah. It's going to be fine. And Lauren gets some very, very needed sleep. Um, yeah. We see Lauren's assistant is sleeping on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. The lawyer from earlier actually says that this was a better party than last year. Yes. And Fred's cleaning up. Mm-hmm. And then guess who comes in? Knox does. Yay. Um, so he's just like, <laughs> I'm not sure why I said I would take care of that that issue earlier tonight, but I did, and I figured it out, so that's cool. And yep, he's the like, "Night is fixed." Yeah, and he goes, "She goes, I wish you had been here." And he goes, "Well, I'm here now, hmm. and the night's not over, except it is. But do you want to go get some coffee?" And she goes, "Actually, I could use a drink right about now." Yep, yep. So they sit down to have a nice drinky drink. And the the moral of this story is that sleep is very, very fundamental. You need it. Yep. To function. Yep. So Angel has tucked Lorne up on his couch. Oh. Um, so cute. And, yeah, so Angel is slowly kicking everyone out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Angel says to um, Eve, I guess we should... I don't know, talk, and she goes, about what? He goes, what happened? And she goes, oh, that's not the first time I've had sex under mystical influence. I went to UC Santa Cruz and just leaves. Yep, so it's fine. Guess it's all good. Um, <laughs> and basically the thing that they have discovered is that they're so busy worrying about the evil that's, you know, outside of their little group that they did not pay attention to Lorne and all of his issues. <laughs> With not sleeping. Yep. So they need to 
you know, do that. They need to take care of their own people before they take care of everybody else. Yep. Gunn has cleared things up with Sebasis. Apparently, they enjoy a little blood spot at their social functions, so they're all good. Yep. Um, But yeah, Angel needs to be alone Um, with uh, Lauren getting his sleepies, and he goes to, like, adjust his blanket, and Host just goes, it's so hard being the host of a party. Angel just goes, stop (laughs) trying to be. I'm sorry, but we need to go back for two seconds. Okay. Angel goes towards his desk and Gunn says, don't sit in your chair. I already called janitorial. And Angel's like, what? And then Spike goes, you pissed in the big man's chair? That's fantastic. (laughs) And Gunn's like, can you turn off the warm and fuzzy? And Spike goes, what? The lawn thing wore off. I think that's just bloody fabulous. It is. (laughs) And Spike even agrees to just quietly leave Angel's office instead of being a pest when Angel asks him. Just this once, though. Okay. So don't get used to it, is what you're saying. <laughs> yep. Yep. So yeah. <sighs> it was a cute, so like it was a cute episode, yes. Yep. Um, I kind of covered the trivia and all that as we went through it. I'll just double check the continuity. Uh, nope, I covered that too. Awesome. Zara, don't get in the box with the microphone. Really? Uh, now you're getting back out of the box with the microphone. Okay. Sorry about that, everyone. Um, international titles. We have a smashing party and the lawn effect. Who's who? Uh, the Germans had the lawn effect. The French had a smashing party. That's funny. Neither of them are, you know, that great. <laughs> Yeah. I kind of like a smashing party. Sounds British. Because a smashing party? Very, very British. Yeah. Um, what did you rate this episode? I really liked this episode. It was not perfect, but it was pretty close, so it got a nine from me. Yep. I, I gave it a nine. It's a really fun episode. Like, it's just fun. Mm-hmm. Silly and fun. Um, your favorite moment? My favorite moment. Oh, man. There are so many. I think, actually, my favorite moment... uh, I want to say it's Positive Spike, but that's kind of like a whole bunch of little moments. Take it. Okay. Take it. Okay. (laughs) Positive Spike. Yeah. It's all good. I I was torn between Positive Spike and Fred trying to fight someone. I think I'd have uh, since you took positive spike, I'll go Fred trying to fight people because that's just good. hilarious to me. It's so good. <laughs> um, and your character shout out. Gonna go to Lorne. It has to. It's his episode and he was trying to do so much stuff that he even gave up sleep, which I would not be able to do. And nah, he, nothing's more important than sleep. He learned a valuable lesson and everything worked nah, out Nothing's for more the important best. than sleep. Yes. <laughs> Truth. Yep. Um, yeah, it, it has to go to Lawn, doesn't it? It's his episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so next week's episode is called The Cautionary Tale of Numero Cinco. <sighs> Something with Mexico. Um, <laughs> so, so this was Halloween. And don't they have like mm-hmm. a, 
isn't like in Hispanic culture, like the day after Halloween, like a big deal? I know there's yeah. the Day of the Dead. Yeah. And I think it's in no- early November, so that would make sense. So maybe we'll be doing, we'll be um, having to help some Spanish client with a um, an issue they're having with one of their dead that, I don't know, came back in for uh, the Day of the Dead and then didn't leave and it's causing a ruckus. Ooh, sounds interesting. I think so. Guess we'll see. I guess we'll see next week. <laughs> In the meantime, people should find us on the social media. We are on Twitter, MMP Network. We are on Facebook, MM Podcast Network. And we have a website, MM Podcast Network. We can also be emailed at mmpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. If you want to find me on social media, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Mel Bickett. And my dog is Nero underscore the underscore mountain underscore king. Zahara doesn't have her own social media, but I don't think she wants it. Nah, she's too busy for all that. Yeah, she's way too busy. I, I she would need like a social media manager, and I'm too busy for that. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. Um, where can we find you, Marissa? People can hit me up on Twitter or Instagram at Visaru312. They should rate and review us on iTunes because that always makes us feel good about ourselves. And until next week, we will slay you later, guys.